1: what is going on raptors nation it is luca here back with the raptors nation podcast on this thursday january 4th the first official podcast of 2024 hope you guys are doing well and having a great start to your new year the raptors are having a great start to their new year the new look raptors are 2-0 2-0 in 2024 and in today's podcast i'm going to be talking about the new look Raptors thriving then we're going to get into some passable siakam trade talk because there has been some stuff that has come out that i did want to get to in today's video and then we're going to be looking at some siakam trade destination so before we dive right into it do me a solid everybody hit a like on the video please subscribe to the channel for more if you are watching this on youtube and if you are listening to this wherever you get your podcasts on apple itunes or spotify be sure to leave us a five star review still getting over a bit of a cold but much better than i was when the trade broke on saturday but yeah the you look raptors it is wild to me how things can change in such a heartbeat in the nba right the raptors look like a mess let's call it for what it is this was a team that was fading fast didn't have much optimism and we were sitting here waiting for just something to happen to shake things up and really steer this team in the right direction and you know they have that heartfall loss against the Boston Celtics and then we're thinking to ourselves man if this team loses to the Pistons that is going to spark change but funny enough it's like Masai Ujiri foresaw the loss against the Pistons coming and he said you know what we're not going to wait until the Raptors lose against the Pistons which by the way they did we're going to make this trade beforehand, and we're finally going to change things up. We're finally going to spark a change with this Raptors team. And, you know, it was a long time coming, talked about for so long, the rumors that were coming up, you know, dating back to last trade deadline, leading into the off season, leading into this season. Who was going to get moved? Were the Raptors going to? Shuffle things up? Were they going to trade a Pascal Siakam and OG Nanobi as both players about to hit unrestricted free agency? What was Masai Ujiri and this Raptors team going to do? And once the Raptors hit their breaking point, they finally pulled the trigger on a big trade. OG Nanobi gets traded to the New York Knicks along with Achua and Malachi Flynn for RJ Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, and a 2024 second round pick via detroit two games into this emmanuel quickly rj barrett raptors era and raptors fans are getting a glimpse of what the future could look like because the new look raptors with these two young talented starters look a hell of a lot better than they did ending 2023 and when you look at what the raptors got back in this trade guys you already see guys like you know barrett and quickly showing you so much promise and showing you just how special they can truly be especially a guy in emmanuel quickly we're going to begin with him emmanuel quickly was unbelievable in the raptors latest win against memphis as the raptors start their west coast trip with a win they go on the road and they beat the grizzlies quickly 26 points five assists five three-pointers made and it's funny because he got off to that slow start, scoreless in the first, but then he just turned it on. And I said on X, it was only a matter of time until Emmanuel Quickly started hitting threes and started hitting those shots. And he did. As we started to see how valuable of a piece Emmanuel Quickly was in this trade. You know, the Raptors getting their franchise point guard. I've been saying that a lot in the postgame video as well the other day but that's what it's looking like. It looks like the Raptors have a gem and have a franchise point guard in Emmanuel Quickly. because you guys gotta realize something about Quickly here. He shined as a starter for the Knicks when he got that opportunity last season. And he was the runner up to the sixth man of the year last season. You saw that this kid was waiting in the wing, ready to really show his true potential. But the thing is, he was never going to be given that opportunity because obviously the rise of Jalen Brunson happened and, you know, he's been special for the Knicks. So quickly, he wasn't going to get that opportunity in New York. So he needed a change of scenery. He needed a situation in which he currently finds himself in where he's with the Raptors, a team that desperately needed a dynamic point guard. And he's going to be given all the opportunities in the world being the Raptors' full time starting point guard here. And it's only been two games, two games, guys. Uh, and we're already seeing just how special Quickly can be. Emmanuel Quickly averaging 20 points per game, 4.5 rebounds, four assists on 41.9% shooting, 53.8% shooting from three, and 77% from the foul line. And Leading all Raptors and scoring already in the second game. Like that just tells you the best is yet to come for Emmanuel quickly. So, you know, he's going to end up being, I think the gem in this trade. I know it's still super, super early and I'm trying really hard to not overreact here, but I honestly think we're going to look back on this trade and it's going to be how the hell did Masai Ujiri get Emmanuel quickly? I I think he's going to be that guy that really stands out from this trade when we look back on it. And that's not to take away from RJ because RJ has been solid too. He had 14 points, uh, seven rebounds in the win against the Grizzlies. He was especially good in that first half. And RJ in two games with the Raptors, 16.5 points per game, eight rebounds, two assists. And what I really like about RJ is that he has been aggressive and he is playing differently to how he was playing with the Knicks. I feel like with the Knicks, he was very limited to what he could do. Cause obviously, when you share the floor with Brunson and Randall, their offense is going to come before yours. So the Knicks tried hard to use RJ as that corner three guy, that three and D guy. And it just wasn't working with RJ's skill set because RJ, we're seeing it now, he's best when he's aggressive. He bullies his way to the rim and he attacks. And we saw that in the first half. He sometimes tries to do too much, which he has to limit. But if RJ is aggressively attacking, and then he can consistently hit that three, the Raptors just have another great asset here and a star.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com blue Wire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Harder. That is
1: just going to get better. Because people forget RJ is only 23 years old quickly is only 24 so these guys are still so young and raw plenty of room to grow again going to get ample opportunities with this raptors team raptors starting lineup and you're starting to see the raptors future looking nice here so as you guys can tell i've been super super impressed with what i've seen so far from the new look raptors the spacing has been much better the overall flow has been a lot better you know anytime you got barrett and, and quickly They're also adding playmaking. You know, their defense has been good in the limited time that we've seen them. Quickly off ball defense. Barrett, I think, is an underrated defender as well. So, Raptors' starting lineup has looked a lot better. And, you know, I got to give a lot of credit to Dennis Schroeder as well because the Raptors now have a more balanced starting five. Schroeder's coming from off the bench. He's really embracing that role. He's looking good. I want to see more from Gary Trent Jr. And the Raptors depth does continue to be an issue, especially their front court depth. So the Raptors are going to have to round out their bench. But in terms of their five, from what we've seen so far, a lot more balanced and a lot more capable than before. And I mean, I think we would all agree when we say that watching this Raptors team, much more watchable product than the one that we just watched to close out 2023. So that's what happens when you bring in two quality starters that can balance things out, Space things out, it's going to lead to much better basketball, which we've seen. And, you know, it's crazy because, you know, people are saying that Scotty Barnes needs to be more involved with the offense, but in a bad Scotty Barnes game, he still got 20 points. So I haven't seen an issue at all that these guys can't coexist. Scotty Barnes, quickly, Barrett, even Siakam getting 24. These guys are getting theirs. And this is the second straight game now in the new tenure where the starters have been doing well. And Jakob Pertl, he has looked a lot better the last two games. First game of the New Look Raptors era, he had arguably his best game as a Raptor this season. And then in the second game, they struggled from the field of five blocks. So he looks rejuvenated as well. So we know that the Raptors look good, you know, as constructed so far. And, you know, Barnes quickly, Barrett, so young. That's the future of the Raptors right there. Now, the biggest question is going to be what the Raptors are going to do with Pascal Siakam. And that's going to lead me to the next thing that I want to talk about on the show. Pascal Siakam has been in a lot of rumors. Woj said right after the Raptors traded O.J. and Obi, that they're going to continue to explore trades for Siakam as Siakam, he is an unrestricted free agent as well. And obviously the Raptors don't want to have the same situation happen with him that happened with Fred where they lose Siakam for nothing in free agency. So I want to talk about the latest from Woj, but actually before what was interesting is something that Mark Stein said that any team that acquires Siakam now will only be eligible to offer him a two year extension. But Siakam would prefer again, to proceed to unrestricted free agency, meaning that any team that trades for him now must be daring enough to roll those dice. This is according to Mark Stein, because of course, there is a big risk that comes with a team trading top value, and then Siakam has the freedom and liberty to sign that full for your deal with another team. So, in essence, you know what a team try to get aggressive and trade for Siakam when there is the opportunity that he could just be simply a rental. And then ESPN's Woj appeared on NBA Today the other day to provide the latest update on Siakam, and I quote. Initially, what you're seeing the Raptors try to do is put a team around Scottie Barnes at 22 years old that fits them age-wise, which they're doing in R.J. Baird, 23, and of course, Emmanuel Quickly, 24. Woj went on to say Siakam is going to be 30 before the end of the season. He's starting to play very well again. He's got value around the league, but he's also going to be a free agent. And if you're Toronto, if you're not going to resign him, you can't let him walk like Fred Van Vliet. I think for Siakam, there's some leverage in that. If a team's going to trade for him, they want to know that they can resign him. Him and that might dictate how much they offer Toronto in a deal. But I do think there's a window here where the Raptors get to see what Siakam looks like with RJ Barrett and Emmanuel quickly and this group with the Raptors. And that is the thing that's interesting to note because obviously the Raptors making the trade as early as they did, they are giving themselves a bit of a window here to see how this group with Siakam looks. So that does help, you know, give Masai Ujiri some options. Now, Woj yesterday on threads, when asked about Siakam, said that, and I quote, I believe the Pacers will continue to be a team that probes on Toronto's Pascal Siakam. So obviously there's going to be a lot of suitors for Siakam as we get closer to the trade deadline. And the Pacers do make a lot of sense because that is a team looking to take the next step. They got a superstar already in Halliburton, and you know pairing Halliburton with siakam would give them a hell of a duo and that would potentially put the pacers in the next year in the eastern conference and it's interesting because you look at what the pacers could offer up they got a lot they got a lot of intriguing pieces that could be of big interest to the raptors you know they got canadian andrew nemhart they got another canadian who i would absolutely love in a in a potential trade here in benedict Mathurin. they got other young pieces like Walker. So, and then, you know, Miles Turner, I feel like, has been the one name that's constantly linked to the Raptors just because of how good of a fit he would be as a true stretch five with this team and with this offense. So the Pacers have a lot of intriguing pieces. Siakam to the Pacers would make a lot of sense for both sides, I think. So that is definitely a team that I could see inquiring and, you know, Woj saying that the Pacers continue to probe on Siakam, I uh, see a lot of reason why they would. We'll see what ends up happening here. But like I said, guys, there's going to be a lot of interested suitors. And obviously, it's going to come down to how the Raptors want to proceed with Siakam. Do they see him a part of this new era team? Would they want to pay him the max contract? And remember, Siakam's been playing really well lately. So if he finds his way on an all NBA team, He could, he'll be in line for that super max deal. So, Raptors really got to figure out okay, you know, if we're going to keep him, we got to pay him. And if we're not going to keep him, we can't lose him for nothing. So, we need to trade him. My stance on Siakam has not changed, even though the Raptors are 2 0 so far in the new year with this new team. I still think it's in the Raptors' best interest to trade Siakam and continue to put the right pieces here in place and build around Scotty Barnes. Not about success now. Because I don't think this Raptors team is a contender. It's about building towards future success. And the thing is, Yakum, he's going to get paid a lot. And it just doesn't make sense to me to pay a guy a super max, even a max deal when he is turning 30. He's hit his peak. And also, you're going to have to pay Scotty Barnes soon to keep him. You're going to have RJ and quickly, you're going to have to pay as well. I think those are the guys you would rather invest in and continue to add the right pieces that, you know, can help you now and in the future. So I think if the Raptors are going to trade Siakam, you want good assets back and you definitely want draft capital. So Indiana, again, a team that could make a lot of sense. That is going to lead me to the last thing I want to talk about on the show, guys. Other Siakam trade destinations. I thought I would just have a little fun with this and kind of go down the teams that I expect to inquire about Siakam and look at what they could potentially offer the Raptors in a deal. I'm not going like full trade packages here, more so like what would be the meat and potatoes of a deal if a deal went down with these teams. So obviously Indiana, I just went over that. Makes sense for both teams. Indiana can see why they want Siakam, and then Indiana's got some nice in pieces. Uh, Another team, the Golden State Warriors, and it's funny because we haven't really heard anything, but the Warriors are going to... Get aggressive. I mean, there's no way they're just gonna ride this thing out because clearly, as they are right now, they're not close to winning the title. And I don't see that team wasting one of the last good years of Stephen Curry. So the Warriors are—they should get aggressive. Not probably. They should get aggressive around the trade deadline. And it's funny because the Warriors play the Raptors on Sunday. There was some talk. It was more so like Bill Simmons speculating a trade. So the Warriors could be a potential destination. And obviously, the Warriors have some nice pieces of their own. You know, they got a Jonathan Kaminga, a Moses Moody future pick. So I think, you know, if the Raptors would get a deal done with the Warriors, you definitely need a Kaminga and Moody in a trade package. So, and then another guy is pods, but I don't think the Warriors are going to give up pods, especially what he's been able to do with them. Another team that could be a potential suitor, and this is actually a team that was reported by Mark Stein, the Dallas Mavericks. You look at the Mavericks. They're clearly in it to win it. Luka Doncic, you know, he's been playing unbelievable basketball MVP. Kyrie Irving, they re-signed him. They obviously want to go for it. They want to win a title. So adding a third star in Siakam with Luka and Kyrie could put the Mavericks over the top. And you look at the Mavericks, the most intriguing young ass that they have is Derek Lively the second. Will they be willing to part ways with him? Probably not, because he's shown a lot of good things. But He is still there and he would be a nice piece, obviously, for the Raptors to inquire about. And then, you know, you got Tim Hardaway Jr. That's always been, it seems, involved in any Siakam rumor that has come up with the Mavericks. They got Holmes, Josh Green. So, again, the Mavericks, they could probably put together a bit of a package there for Siakam. next step after getting their first taste of the playoffs looking to add maybe another star next to fox and sabonis and then you know you look at what the kings could offer keegan murray would definitely be at the top of my list i don't think the kings would give up keegan murray just so valuable and so young and he's gonna become so good that i really don't think the kings would give up on him so the kings that would leave him with guys like harrison barnes and kevin Herter to try to get close to Siakam's salary. And it's funny, the Kings actually play the Raptors next. So the Kings are another team that has popped up here. Maybe the Raptors could somehow get Murray. I mean, that would just be unbelievable and make me happy. And then the last team here, a team that has been talked about as being a rumor destination for Siakam since the summer, try to get a deal done, couldn't get it. Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks. And... This is an interesting team because you would think the Atlanta Hawks are a mess of their own and they should maybe consider blowing it up and not add, but they can in fact look to add. And you know, Murray doesn't make sense in a trade, DeJounte Murray, because the Raptors now have quickly. And I don't think the Hawks are going to give up Jalen Johnson, who's been unbelievable. His value looks super strong right now. So Toronto, I mean, you're looking at a deal around Bogdanovich and/or and/or DeAndre Hunter to match salary. And then the Hawks do have some. Young pieces like Sadiq Bey, Kobe Bufkin, and A.J. Green. And remember, the Hawks reportedly didn't want to give up a Kobe Bufkin in a deal in the offseason. But now that the Raptors have quickly, it doesn't make a lot of sense there. So these are just some teams that I think are going to be teams that inquire and are potential trade destinations for Pascal Siakam. I still think the team that makes the most sense out of the teams I just named, the Indiana Pacers. Because they do have a lot of intriguing pieces that could really help the Raptors' future. And then obviously, the big piece going to Indiana helps the Pacers now. And that is a team that has been starved of success and looking to get back into the mix when it means something in the Eastern Conference. So, that is basically going to wrap up today's show, guys. Just wanted to let you know my thoughts on the new look Raptors, what I think is going to happen with Siakam and the latest update on him. But Let me know your thoughts, guys. What do you see happening with Pascal Siakam? What have been some of your takeaways as it pertains to the New Look Raptors? Let me know. Hit a like on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you aren't new. Again, please leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify. That is it for me. I will be back with a post-game video. Raptors on the road on that West Coast trip against the Sacramento Kings. Looking to win three straight games and get that team dinner finally paid by Darko Ryakovich. That is it for me. It's Lucas signing off. As always, thanks so much for watching. Until next time, stay safe. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.